0: Here I am living in a house of cedar, while the ark of God dwells in a tent. So said David, following his military victories, his place of prominence as king of Israel, he reflected on it and said, I I should build something great for the Lord. I need to build a house for him. And what was the Lord's response? He says, go tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, Should you build me a house to dwell in? Then he continues essentially saying, I want to build you into a great house rather than have you try in vain to impress me with the house you can build for me. Now, this isn't the Lord spurning David's generosity. It's not him saying that his desire is bad. It's him essentially echoing what is said elsewhere in Psalm 127. If the Lord does not build the house, in vain do its builders labor. If the Lord does not build the house, in vain do its builders labor. And at the end of a long year, we may be thinking something similar. We may be looking back on this year, on so many efforts that we've had to live well, on maybe the desires we had way back in January. This year I'm going to do better. This year I'm going to live in my family in such a way that we're finally going to be at peace with one another. Maybe that isn't the case. Maybe we've said, this year I'm finally going to get my act together when it comes to some of my bad habits. Maybe uh, with uh, how I use the internet, how tied I am to my smartphone, what I'm reading, how I'm spending my time. And now, 12 months later, you're saying, I'm no better than I was before. Whether it's how we care for our body or how we care for our soul, how we care for our relationships, it's easy to get very discouraged and to think, seems my efforts are in vain. We might look at the political scene in the world, in our state, even in our church. And we might be so discouraged. And yet the Lord gives us a message of hope. Because in calling us out and saying, in vain are your efforts apart from me, what he's saying is, your efforts with me directing are a great source of hope. He's not saying, don't try to build anything, he's saying, don't build it on your terms. Let me build it up in you. Whether it is your own moral life, your family, the way that you spend your days, the character within you, the Lord wants to create this masterpiece. But it takes letting Him direct rather than doing it always and only on our terms. But what does that look like? What does it look like to let the Lord build something great within us? Because he wants to build up that temple that is you. He, he, He wants to build you up into great sanctity. And he does it not through a project, not through a program. You know how he does it? He does it through a relationship. Through a very intimate relationship. Through a relationship that we get a beautiful window into in the gospel today. The angel Gabriel said unto Mary, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Now we know that story so well, we've heard it so many times, and we may think that it's very distant from us, because we think, yeah, that's Mary, she's perfect. That can't be me. I'm so imperfect. She was so ready for the Lord to do something good in her life, I feel like I mess up everything I touch. And yet... One of the profoundest truths of the faith is that we are like our mother. We, by the same grace of God, are made just as full of grace. When was it that the church said to us through a messenger that wasn't an angel, it was a deacon or a priest, but the church said to us just as clearly, Hail, full of grace? When was that for us? At our baptism. But we messed it up, didn't we? (laughs) Afterwards, Jesus made us absolutely perfect in the sense of washing away our stain of sin. He made us full of grace, changed us from being just creatures made in his image and likeness to being his very sons and daughters. But his mercy is not held hostage to our weakness. And so what does he give us even when we mess up? Even if after being forgiven of our sins, we sin again, what does he give us? He gives us confession. And at every confession, we are made immaculate once more. We are made full of grace, restored and reconciled to the love of Jesus. And so just as truly as Mary was able to hear those blessed words, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. So we can hear them and apply them to ourselves and realize just as truly as divine life grew In the Blessed Virgin Mary, so divine life was planted in me, in you. Just two days ago, I was able to baptize my little nephew, Tobias. Cute little kid. He went from being just an awesome creature, the most sophisticated uh, creature made on God's green earth. He was lifted even higher, past the realm of what nature could give him into the supernatural relationship of being a son of God. And a fire was lit within him. He has the Lord within him. But of course he has to nurture that. He has to be taught to nurture that. Because life, when ignored, dies. And sometimes we might be a little bit discouraged with our efforts over this past year because maybe the flame went out. Maybe we felt like we didn't do much with what was given. But the Lord in his boundless generosity has given you the opportunity to recognize in a truer way the fact that you carry the very life of God within you. That even if you have marred it with so many sins, he is willing to forgive and allow it to grow. And the way that the, the, this building of our lives according to God's will Can occur. It 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 only happens if we are willing to have a new center of gravity, a new center of our attention, just as truly as a pregnant woman has a very different focal point for her life before and after she finds out there's a child in her womb. Right? It's not just business as usual. It's not just, okay, I can remain unchanged. None of my habits have to change. Everything is totally the same. No. Her focus switched to the life within her to make sure that it's nurtured, that it grows. Well, that's the Lord's invitation to us every Advent. And here you are at the very last Mass of Advent, right? where Christmas is upon us in just a few short hours. And what does the Lord say? He says, you have divine life within you. By grace. The sacraments have given you grace. You received it in baptism. I restored it in confession. I give you my very divine life in the in the most blessed sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. You have it in you. Are you gonna let it grow? Or are you gonna let it die? Because we, we have the freedom to either work with the Lord and let his life within us grow. So that then, just as Mary let divine life grow within her until she can show it forth to a world in desperate need, we can do the same thing. We can let it grow within us. And what does that look like? Well, it looks like giving God more time. Because isn't that true, that saying that love is spelled T-I-M-E? Right? If you want to ask me, what is it that I love?, Ask me how I spend my time. I can't properly say that I love my family if I talk to them once a year, maybe. I can't properly say, like spouses, if they never talked to each other, I wouldn't call that a very healthy marriage. I can't say, oh, I love my friends. When's the last time you talked to them? Ah, late 90s. It doesn't work that way. No, no. If I want to love the Lord and nourish that relationship, let that life grow within me, I give him time. Not just one and a half hours every week. Come to Mass, be at Mass, go home. But every single day, I check in with my Lord. And it could be as simple as, in the morning, I have my coffee with Jesus. And I just go through my day. We overcomplicate matters very often. We say, I need to do this particular formula of uh, novenas and devotions, and that's the only way that the Lord's going to be happy with me. Not exactly the case. What he wants is your heart. And that heart can be expressed through novenas, through the rosary, through devotions, and also through that very basic and very human and very intimate sharing of your day. (laughs) Because you see, he, unlike most of your friends, is not tired with all of your stories. All the little details in your life. Eventually, even your best friend says, give it a rest. Okay, I get it. She's annoying. Stop talking about it. And yet the Lord says, no, no, tell me about her. What's annoying about her? Yeah, I mean, I love her and we'll get to that later. But right now, I want to know what's going on in that heart of yours. And so every morning we can say, Lord, this is what my day is going to hold. This is what I'm excited about. This is what I'm worried about. This is what I think is going to give me joy and this is where I think I'm really going to struggle. And you invite him ahead of time to be with you in every moment of that day. And then at the end of it, he, like anybody who loves you, will say, hey, how was your day? Yeah, what was hard? What brought you joy? And you can, at the end of the day, say, oh, let me tell you about it. So there was this and there was that and there was this other thing. And you know what grows when you give him that intimate beginning and end of every day? Your relationship with them, that, that divine life within you grows because you're giving it attention and you're giving it time. And, and, and then those periods of prayer can start getting a little bit bigger. And then maybe you start checking in with Him throughout the day. Because you recognize, oh Lord, you're here. I invited you to spend this day with me and here you are. And the Lord, through that relationship, through that divine life that he has implanted within you, that life of grace, can build something beautiful out of your poor little soul. He can make it a masterpiece of grace, just like Mary. And you can live your life in such a way that when people look at you, they can see what those shepherds saw on Christmas night. They could see the Lord at work. They could see a divine life that was nourished, that was given all the proper care and attention and protection and guidance, and became a light for a dark world in desperate need of it. That was not reserved to Mary 2,000 years ago. That's what the Lord wants to do in you today.